how quantum works as far as really getting in alignment with your intuition and then tapping into basically what's currently happening in different timelines and where you desire to be and how you can jump to different timelines. Welcome to Into the Light Podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. All right. Welcome to Into the Light podcast. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today on this episode, we're talking to Karen McPhail, becoming magnetic to your soulmate partner by becoming your own soulmate. So in addition to being the CEO of Infinite Life Possibilities, LLC, Karen is a certified life coach, a certified quantum coach, and soulmate manifestation coach. Through her coaching and signature program, The Soulmate Solution, she helps women align their values with their intentions to manifest their soulmate partner and create the life they desire. Amazing. That sounds so exciting. Thank you so much for being here today, Karen. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love hearing all of this uh, coaching you're doing and manifesting your ideal soulmate partner. I know that's what you're really focused on working with women. And I just wanted to understand a little bit more about your coaching style. So I I know I had a couple different, uh, you know, certifications that you have here, but um, for example, the the certified quantum coach, uh, what, what is that? And what does that really mean when you're, when you're coaching people? Well, That's a little deeper on the whole what quantum is and the this this concept that there's different timelines concurrently happening. So that's a type of coaching that we do touch a little bit in the soulmate solution, especially Mm -hmm. about getting visualizations about what you want to have in your future and what timeline you do want to be on. So quantum is it was a certification just in how quantum works as far as really getting in alignment with your intuition and then tapping into basically what's currently happening in different timelines and where you desire to be and how you can jump to different timelines. So that's a a specific type of coaching. I don't really bring that into my life coaching and it is touched in uh, the soulmate solution, which is a different program. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Well, what I understand from the soulmate solution, and and I think the title of this episode really says it best, it's becoming magnetic to your soulmate partner by first becoming your own soulmate. So can you tell us a little bit, because I, I, you know, I know in my own personal healing journey, you know, we hear about some of that stuff, but how do you really focus on, you know, people becoming their, their own soulmate first before they find the the ones that they're trying to attract? <laughs> right. Well, it, it goes back to my own experience. I was a single mom for uh, quite a long time, actually. Mm -hmm. And I was really an expert at manifesting everything in my life, but I wasn't manifesting my soulmate. Mm -hmm. 
And I heard Joe Dispenza once, I don't know if it was a podcast or where exactly I heard it, but someone asked him the question, well, how do you manifest a soulmate? And he goes, oh, well, that's easy. You have to become your own soulmate. You become the soulmate that you want to attract. And I'm like, wow. And so I started doing that. And in the soulmate solution, we really dive deep into what is your soulmate first. Get an idea of who is your soulmate. Because obviously your soulmate, my soulmate, the next person's soulmate is very different. It's a soulmate for that person. So the more you can identify who you want as your soulmate partner and embody those characteristics, those values, those traits, you start becoming that soulmate. And the law of attraction, she attracts like energy. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to attract something as high caliber as this incredible soulmate, you, you, we also work a lot on, on raising your vibrational frequency so that you're also a vibrational frequency match to something that high level, right? So becoming your own soulmate, the kind concept of that is start building a relationship with yourself first, because mm-hmm. how you show up is what's going to show up. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I started, you know, I'm relatively new to the law of attraction. Um, You've been doing this, I know for, for pretty long time. It was about a year or two ago for me and I had my own divorce and different heartbreaks, but I got interested in the law of attraction. Can you tell us, I know you mentioned a little bit about like frequencies and energy when someone asks you, Hey, Hey, what is, I hear about this law of attraction. What, what is it? How does it work? How do I start attracting things? What do you, where do you start with when, when people are at that beginning point? Well, I really start kind of elementary. I just say the fact, and this is science that everything is energy. This microphone is energy. My chair, we're energy. If you put us under high level microscopes that you see energy vibration. We're all, everything's energy. And so with the law of attraction, when I say like energy attracts just our thoughts alone. And I start when I, I I actually have a class that's like manifestation 101. Mm. So I start teaching the power of your thoughts because what you think and what you believe is what you will attract. And so if we don't start with our thoughts, and it's okay that we don't have the belief systems that we already want, or that we have these repetitive thoughts that, that we don't want to have, you flip thoughts, you reframe beliefs, it's, it's, it's a practice. And as you do this, you vibrate at different frequencies, for instance, emotions are really key in all of this. So okay. let's just say you have um, a depressing thought, like, you know, I'm, I'm never going to meet anybody. Life never works out for me. Okay, what type of emotions are going to go along with those thoughts? Not good ones. <laughs> Not good ones. Not good ones. Emotions have a frequency. So if okay. you're always having these low vibrational emotions and low vibrational thoughts, and you consider that like energy, you're not going to be attracting these high level things into your life, mainly because you don't even believe that you deserve them, which is a whole nother thing that we do a lot of work in the soulmate solution about is uh, self-worth okay. because you have to believe that you deserve what you're trying to attract or you won't let it in. So that's another thing, right? But 
vibrational frequency goes back to the energy that you're putting out is the energy that's going to be coming back to you. And that's why I'm saying for a soulmate, you need to be loving your life and vibrating at, you know, a high frequency. And that's, you know, the whole idea of becoming your own soulmate, because you're having a really good relationship with yourself and you're loving your life. And then that you're naturally magnetic then to this soulmate person. He's going to come to you. You're not going to have to go searching uh, and doing all sorts of the online stuff. And not that you can't find somebody online doing it that way either, but the serendipities and the synchronicities and all the dots start aligning when you start living like that. So that's why the Soulmate Solution is a 12-week program Mm, because we're doing all this work to eliminate a lot of stuff we don't want, right? But we're also building what we do want and we're getting you to that high vibrational frequency in the process. Yeah, I love that. And I, I like how you started off with you have a manifestation 101, right? Because people like yeah. we need we need to understand this. And also, uh, like you said, uh, emotions have a certain vibration, right? And right. I, I've seen I've seen pictures on social media where it, it kind of looks like this, right? And it's like these lower ones, fear, guilt, right, shame. Uh, and, then, and then you go up and you get unconditional love and gratitude, abundance. So right. Really, right. really, so you walk people through people, why they want to be up here and not down there. Right. And I show them that vibrational scale. And at first, let's just say you're, you're at a level of grief and sadness and all that. Yeah. I'm not expecting you to jump to joy, right? You just really try to say, how can I not feel this way and go up one notch? And there's a vibrational scale. You can look at what the next emotion is, but if you can just get out of this layer and go up to the next one and start playing there and then go up to the next one. And then really be conscious about what types of things can bring joy into your life. Mm. You know? So do those things. But what do you see? What do you tell people the things that bring joy? I've, I've heard like, okay, listen to music. Like, what do you, what do you think is the most uh, key <laughs> element of increasing those notches one by one? I, I do think it's it's personal to everyone. Uh-huh. For me, like before I got on this podcast, I wanted to get in a high vibe. So I, I turned on music and I was dancing. Uh-huh. Well, that's one of the quickest ways, honestly, that you can change your um, frequency through your physiology. You can literally change, just get up and literally dance or go for a brisk walk or get out in nature. Those are things that can very quickly change your mindset really is what it's about. So I think on a daily basis though, to have something like a gratitude journal, I have this, this easy little practice. You couldn't ever say, Oh, I don't have time for that. Because if you drink coffee, you have time for it. I sit and I have my cup of coffee. And before every sip, I say a gratitude statement. Oh, that little right, Right in the morning when I'm First thing, I've got my coffee because I'm on automatic pilot, do all these things, sit down, drink my coffee. And I just feel into, gosh, I am so grateful for this beautiful home that I live in. I'm so grateful for my dog that's cuddling with me. And when you can start your day off in a, a higher frequency and just get that mindset. So to answer your question, gratitude is one of the easiest ways to raise your vibration. And even if you're in a challenging situation, you can even say, you know what? I am in gratitude for this valuable lesson 
that I'm learning in my life right now. There's always something positive that you can pull out of, of any situation, I believe, if you're conscious about it. Right. And I love that it's, um, it sounds like also you implement, uh, there's the need to implement daily kind of routine or, you know, things that people, because we, we like to slip, right? We, we, we try and do something for like a week or two and then it right. kind of fall, falls by the wayside. I do deal with people who have that challenge where it's like doing something every day becomes like a habit. Yeah. And, and well, that's why I th- try to keep it as simple as possible. Right. And, and incorporate it into something you already do to start with drinking my coffee. I'm not going to not drink coffee. I know that about myself. So Love that. I'm conscious now that if I drink coffee without my gratitude practice, it doesn't feel the same. I'm not saying drink your coffee and then sit down on the couch, get a journal, write out your gratitude statements, which is a great way too, but not everybody wants to journal, right? A lot of, of this is so individual, right? You have to take what works for you. Not if you don't drink coffee and you don't drink anything in the morning, my gratitude zipping isn't going to help you, right? So, yeah, I mean, I like to give a lot of different tools that people take what you like, but a gratitude in itself is, I just think, universal for anyone uh, to incorporate into their lives. That and visualization. Oh, visual. Because I was going to say the other thing I always hear is meditation. And I, I'm someone who personally, I have challenges with that sitting and stillness. But um, how does the visualization really come into play when you're trying to, I, I have a hard time, like even, even seeing things when I'm, when I'm meditating. So do you help people through those, those kinds of uh, barriers as well? Yeah. Yeah. So for instance, um, I just say, don't, you don't have to visualize more than four minutes a day. Okay. And I, I actually don't, even mix visualization with my meditation. I'll do, I like to listen to guided meditations and all of that, Mm -hmm. uh, but that's how I like to do it. Uh, But for visualization, I really say four minutes, maybe five, and you do want to be in a quiet place. So again, let's incorporate it into something you're already doing. So maybe right when you first wake up, if that's a time where if you're a mom and your kids aren't up yet, it's quiet. You haven't even gotten out of bed. You could do it then. You could do it right before you fall asleep. Or if you actually have four minutes in your day that you can set aside, that's a beautiful time to do it too. And for people that do have, oh, I don't, I can't, you know, my imagination, it's too hard for me to visualize. This is my advice for beginning visualization practice it is just try to see yourself in your mind's eye in your happy place, whether that's the beach, on a hike, whatever that is for you, right? Put yourself where you would be happy in real life, okay? So maybe on a cliff, I'm overlooking the ocean and I see myself there. And then I imagine myself in the most elated state that I've ever been in, in my life, the happiest, most joyful, maybe I haven't even been that happy in real life. My imagination, I can see myself that way. I'm so happy. Like, I mean, tears of joy are streaming down my face and I'm, I'm seeing myself like this. Well, when you start really seeing that you start feeling that, and that is what really supercharges your visualization is really feeling emotion Mm. while you're seeing it. And there's no, well, I would, I would venture to say, obviously I can't, I would say most 
Olympic athletes, professional athletes, just people that are highly, highly successful are probably visualizers and they probably have a visualization practice. Um, I heard Ed Milet say on uh, his podcast once that he's a big visualization guy and he yeah. had uh, one of his, his guests, uh, they were talking about visualization and the way he put it is like the mind gravitates towards what it is familiar with. So even if you wanted to take the law of attraction out of this, your brain starts getting familiar with seeing you enjoy and feeling you enjoy. Now with the soulmate solution, of course, we're, I, I have them write a whole um, manifesto and we pull out things and we visualize about the soulmate. So you start seeing yourself in that soulmate relationship. You start doing visualization to see yourself in the most beautiful relationship. You're laughing, you're holding hands, you're walking on the beach, you're cooking together, you're dancing together, whatever it is that really would light you up, right? So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm carried away on the I visualization. Love no, I love it. I love it. I love hearing it because it is, it is challenging uh, for me. And I, I try, try harder to implement it, you know, daily. And I know, I know my listeners and people who are, they're in the same boat. So it's great to have so much awareness about why it's important and, and the impact that it can really have. So um, to activate the, these laws to come true in your life. Right. So, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and four minutes a day, that's pretty easy. So yeah. like I say, even if you're in bed, you're already in bed. So just do it then. I need a timer on. This isn't, it's not strict. Just see yourself happy or see yourself the way you desire to see yourself in your life. Right. And so it sounds to me like also you're, you're helping people uh, get over or, or maybe even heal through some of their, I, I hear self-limiting negative self-talk, these lower things. So how does this really tie into like, I don't know, our trauma healing or things mm -hmm. that all, all of us have certain things, right. And you said it in the beginning, we have our negative self-talk, like so are you really helping people like overcome all really all of that healing as well in this process? Yeah. I mean, I can't say we deal with all of the healing, but there's, um, especially in the soulmate solution, or if I'm teaching the, the one-on-one class on, um, law of attraction, yes, we actually really get in touch with what types of limiting beliefs do we have? What types of negative thoughts do keep playing and in, in the soulmate solution it'd be around relationships mm -hmm. or what has happened in the past that you're carrying in now as you're going forward right so we do the work you have part of this is you have to do the work right which is you have to sometimes face some of these things but as soon as you face them it's it's a process and and then you can release them and they're stored in your body and you can release those out of your body and so two times in the 12 week program, I actually have an energy healer Oh, okay. that does session two full sessions and we get rid of things. Um, we really work on releasing high level things like shame around relationships, shame, maybe shame or embarrassment around our bodies or sexuality or past experiences that we've had that might be being carried into that we don't want to carry those into a soulmate relationship. Right. And so it's different for everyone, but yes, we, we do work on healing. And then I, I have this, it's done by somebody else, but it's excellent meditation 
about, you know, kind of climbing the mountain with your backpack and, and releasing these old things. And so we do a lot of work around, yeah. you know, reframing our belief systems. What a lot of people don't realize is, well, 95% of how we function is not our conscious mind. Okay? Right. Yeah. So most of our messages, most of our belief systems were put in place before the age of seven. Right. And from zero to seven, our brains can't uh, rationalize. You're not going to question. You believe everything pretty much that you're told. You're not going to go, oh, really? I don't believe that. It's not until about eight or nine where you actually have the ability or capacity to do that. So you've got to realize that all that programming that's put in, a lot of it, we don't even know, but as adults, we're still thinking these things that we adopted or as our own belief systems. And as we get older and we start doing the work and we start going, I don't want to believe that anymore. I just don't want to. And so you, you have the ability to then do the work by reframing your belief systems and writing out affirmations and of what you want to believe and kind of reprogramming if you conscious Re, the rewiring process right. almost of right. our of our beliefs and and i guess that's what i hear is it's creating these patterns so we're at these looping patterns until we we break this and it's like and then you're doing this uh mirror work where you're seeing it from your yeah. partner. And it's like, um, I, I, is that how you kind of describe what, what mirror? And then I also hear people say, oh, you've got to go through the dark night of the soul, all of these things that we don't yeah, know too much about. I, how does that relate? We don't, I let people go kind of as deep as they want to go. You don't have to go to your biggest <laughs> shadows and your dark night of the soul to do. We're mainly on the positive and the soulmate solution. But can't ignore the way I do a visual and my visual is a hot air balloon. So knowing that we want to raise our vibration and float up, that visual is the hot air balloon. And then I, I show the weights that keep the air balloon where it's at and keep the air balloon on the ground. And so I have people identify, okay, what are your sandbags? What are holding your air balloon from floating up? So I keep it a little lighter than we're going to the darkest shadows here. (laughs) You know, I mean, we can just identify about six sandbags that might be holding our hot air balloon down. And then we start working on releasing one of those at a time. Got it. Yeah, that's great. Because people want it to be, like you said, what step by step. So you said it takes about, your program takes about 12 weeks, right? And right. Um, so where do people usually start off when they come to you? And I know you get women, maybe they're, is it, is it, they have success in, in other areas of their life, but they, you know, what, where do, where do people start off and then where do they end up when they, when they come to you and they're working with you through these programs? Well, as I'm a life coach, so I have a lot of just life coaching clients that want to work on goals in life, and they might not have anything to do with bringing a soulmate in. Uh, The soulmate solution is specifically for 12 weeks of raising that vibrational frequency through all these different ways. And part of that group is the soul sisterness. I only allow 12 women in because I want to be very intimate. But at the same time, you've got this unbelievable connection that happens with these women. You can imagine over a 12-week period, right? 
Um, so really anybody from anywhere could come in. You do it on Zoom. So you guys yeah, can be I do all it on Zoom. It doesn't matter where you're from or um, backgrounds, you know, traditions are all backgrounds, traditions. No, any anyone because um I have my own belief system as far as God or whatever, but it's it's not it's you don't have to have any type of belief system other than being open to wanting to raise your vibrational frequency and really get clear about what you want because that's the other part right we have to set a clear intention if we don't even know what we want which is when you talk about different people coming in at different places right you may have someone who's coming in and say i know i want a soulmate but i have no idea what my soulmate is or who he is right so right. We, do, we do that work because Without a clear intention of what you're desiring to attract in your life, you're probably going to be missing what you want, right? So we got to first get clear about what you want. But the first thing I do do is have them understand who they are. Right. So they they take a, a personality assessment and they start understanding, oh my gosh, here's my strengths, here's my weaknesses. And then I start pairing that with relationships. And because you're this personality style, these are different personality styles that would really compliment you. Here's one in particular you should probably avoid. Oh, interesting. Learning about ourselves first, because I want that to be your core. A common theme that women have told me as they get vulnerable and we have conversations is that in past relationships, they lose themselves. Oh yeah. A relationship with a man and they start becoming what that man wants and just being this chameleon to his needs. And before they know it, they're like, Hey, I used to play tennis all the time before I met him. And I used to do this and I used to do that. So I want want women to really understand who they want to be first before they even bring a soulmate in. So we kind of start there. So Really, you can come in at any level. If you're unsure of what your soulmate even is, you can start there. If you're completely sure what your soulmate is, then we build from that point. Right. Start really refining that. So amazing. That's what we want, what we don't want. And so how did you get into this? You know, I know we talked a little bit about your background. Is there anything, you know, I I, I don't know. How did, how did you really decide that you're going to dedicate your life to this work and um, what, what brought you here to this point where you're helping, helping women in this capacity? Uh, My own soulmate journey, because I've been on the journey and I, I actually was a single mom for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And now I understand why I was, I didn't feel I was worthy. I was blocking it. I was not my own soulmate. I wasn't all the things that I needed to be. So my soulmate didn't show up. But when I started to do all these things, everything I'm teaching, I've done myself and I have proof of it, if you will. Yeah, then the magic starts happening because that's when the law of attraction is this magic basically. (laughs) It's all these synchronicities. And, you know, I, I mean, I met my now husband soulmate in Paris of all places. What was the likelihood? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was amazing, but all these different things of how I even got there. And the fact that he lived across the country, he lived in Michigan and I was living in Oregon. We were soulmates, but how do those two soulmates come together? right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of dots have to connect. 
And when you're in that vibrational frequency, every single little door opens. And as long as you keep saying yes, that's another thing. You've got to mm -hmm. say yes to life. You've got to say yes, and you've got to get out of your comfort zone to maybe step into something you're not comfortable with so that the synchronicities and serendipities can happen. I remember at one point I had seen a counselor through my divorce. And um, after even a couple of years, she said, Karen, I've got it. I, I, I'm seeing who, who you're going to marry. And I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, it's like, he is going to wear, he's either in brown or he's blue. I like see him. And I'm like, and she was not a spiritual person. So I'm going, oh my gosh. She goes, Karen, the only man that you were going to meet is the UPS guy or the FedEx guy because you don't leave your house. So that actually really hit home because I'm like, Karen, you cannot, if you don't go out in the world and say yes to life, it can't say yes to you. Very few people are going to actually come to your door and knock on, you know? Yeah. It's like a story of uh, two people who would never normally meet, right? But you have to uh, be in Paris, I guess, for that to yeah. happen and the steps that you needed to take to get you there. So that's because some people, right. We feel like, Oh, they're just not out here. I haven't found them. You get sick of the apps. You just get totally discouraged. And so, yeah, that's exactly where I was. Well, I love this because um, you're giving us hope. Ladies, there is hope. It does. The system works. And uh, what kind of successes do your clients have after? Are you finding uh, lots of uh, women who found their soulmate? And do you have, do you have a lot of stories? Uh, well, the, the program is fairly new. But um, yes, we have some soulmate stories uh, that have now, I think she's on a year with her soulmate. Another woman, she was 64 and she thought, mm -hmm. yeah. And so she, in the program, she, at the end, her, her testimonial is, I had no idea I could be my own soulmate. She goes, I'm so content now with my own soulmate relationship with myself that the soulmate is going to be the icing on the cake. Oh, amazing. And so yeah, people have connected and um, I've done two rounds of the program so far and I'm in my third round now. So it's, um, it's going well. It's going amazing. Well. So when are you launching your next one? And I, it sounds like you get these cohorts. It's 12 women. Right, do yes. you, when do you have these throughout the year? If people are interested and they hear, hear the podcast, they want to find sure, their soulmate. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you can, uh, right now I have a waiting list going mm -hmm. and I, I haven't set a, a date yet. I'm kind of just leaving it open to when I get my next 12 on the wait list, we'll just start when that feels good for that cohort. I, ideally I like to run it about every three months, but I don't have my next launch date. I think I'm just going to let it organically happen. And when the 12 women can come together on the wait list, then we'll start it. Amazing. So if, if people want to reach out to you or find more information or get on your wait list, where do you, where do you like people to go in there when they want to find you? Right. Well, probably the best thing to do is to follow me on Instagram or Facebook on Instagram. I'm Karen soulmate coach. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that would probably be the first like point of entry because then you can just follow, you know, what I'm putting out there. Uh, but to go to my website, that could take you to the page about the soulmate solution where you can really learn about the program and the wait list is there. It's on my website. The website is infinite life possibilities. Mm. That's basically my business. So infinite 
infinitelifepossibilities.com. And so they can go to my website as well. Amazing. I love infinite life. Your, our life is uh, abundant and infinite possibilities. It's That's amazing. Right. Awesome. Well, is there anything else, you know, before we wrap that you'd like to, you know, share with our listeners or, or leave us with before, uh, before we wrap up this episode? Yeah. You know, uh, one of uh, a starting point that might be fun for your listeners and mm-hmm. you can get this off any of the places I just said, my Facebook group is the Soulmate Solution, which is the program. But I just created, and it's really fun, super simple. It's a start in manifesting your soulmate and getting that high vibration going. I love it. And it's five easy steps to manifest your soulmate. It's just a quick little uh, free mm. e-guide, e- I guess I'm calling it. But you can get that and start with that and then um, get to know me a little bit better. I love it. So five steps to manifesting your soulmate. Okay. To manifest your soulmate. Yep. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Karen. It was really a pleasure. I'm, I'm excited for, you know, learning more about your, your work and uh, helping people. I know we have a lot of women in the audience and in the world who, who need this help right now, especially when it comes to our broken relationships and healing journey and all of that law of attraction manifestation 101. So um, this was really great. And I'll just uh, send everyone your way. And um, excellent. (laughs) Thank you, Adina. Uh, Thank you so much. And I'll also have everything listed on my website, adinamovada.com, everything for this podcast episode, as well as all of Karen's information will be there with her Instagram and her website. So thank you so much, Karen. It was a pleasure having you. I'm looking forward to uh, you know, hearing more stories about uh, our soulmate journeys. Yes, yes, me too. Hey, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at that website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today and I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.